You are listening to Real Relationship Talk, a podcast helping married and pre-married couples build lasting love from above. Got problems? Let's solve them. Because real trials need real truth. Now it's time to get in the game with your relationship coach and host, Dana Shea. Well, hey, hey, everybody. It's Dana Shea, and you're listening to Real Relationship Talk. We are in episode 80 today. You guys, I can hardly believe that we're already in episode 80. I remember when I first launched this podcast in August of 2020, and I knew that it was going to be a longstanding thing. Like, I didn't launch the podcast just to do a couple of episodes and then fade out. But I cannot believe how quickly time has flown Episode 80 already. And some of you guys have been with me from the very beginning. Some of y'all were there for episode one. And still, some of you are newer friends to the podcast. And maybe you just found this podcast over the last couple of weeks or the last couple of months. Or maybe this is your very first episode. If this is your first episode, I'm just giving you a virtual high five right now. You can't see me, but I'm virtually high fiving you. I want to thank whoever told you about this podcast, whether it was a friend or a family family member, or maybe you saw an ad somewhere, or maybe just good old Google just brought you right here. I'm just so thankful that you are here. You know, it's my goal on this podcast to give you some resources that will help you in your relationships, specifically in your marriage. And, you know, there's a lot of advice flying around these days, you guys. I mean, there's all kinds of marriage experts, relationship coaches, all kinds of people. And I don't knock anybody else's hustle, right? That's not what this is about. But I do think that we need to be really careful about who we take our advice from. First and foremost, you need to look at the source. Like, who is this person that's sharing this advice with you? Are they in a longstanding, healthy, hello, relationship? And what do they actually believe about life, about love, about purpose, about marriage, And so I just, I'm thankful for those of you who trust me, who entrust me with your issues, who send me messages. Um, I read every single message and and y'all know I get back to you. If you've ever messaged me, you know that you've gotten a reply back from me. And I really take that seriously because I know that you guys, a lot of people are going through a lot. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of sadness. There's a lot of disappointment. And I really pray that this podcast is always a breath of fresh air for you. Now, I don't mince words and I don't coddle. So you're always going to hear it from me straight. My goal is to help you to better your relationships, not to feel better about your decisions if those decisions are not lining up to the purpose that I believe that you're capable of living up to. So if you ever feel like you're getting a little hand slap when you listen to this podcast, great. I want to challenge you. I think any good coach worth their salt is always going to challenge you. And so before we jump into our podcast episode, I think I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was on last week's show, that I lost all the files on my computer. And I was like, yo, please pray, please pray. Like I have some unfinished books on my computer. I have a couple of unreleased podcast episodes. And y'all, I'm telling y'all, like I have been praying around the clock. God, please let my computer programmers get the data off and praise the Lord. I got a text message just last night saying we have recovered the data, y'all. 
I was so excited. Sean and I were out to eat last night, and I literally wanted to run around the restaurant. So thank you. If you literally prayed, thank you. And if you just wished me good thoughts, <laughs> thank you as well. So they're in the process right now of recovering the data, and then I don't know if they're going to be able to repair my computer, but at this point, I really don't care. I just need that data. So anyways, all right, let's go ahead and get into our episode today, I wanted to talk about this because I am fresh off of one of my coaching appointments and I made a comment to one of my clients that we cannot be controlled by our feelings. We need to be focused on doing what is right, not doing what we feel. I think in our culture today, we are inundated with this whole commentary of following your heart. Follow your feelings. Do what feels good. If it doesn't make you happy, then don't do it. If that person doesn't make you happy, leave the relationship. And we are being controlled by our feelings. But the truth of the matter is feelings are not forever. And y'all, feelings are fickle. I mean, how many times have you woken up just depressed for no reason? Like life is good. Nothing's happened. Nothing bad has happened to you. You just wake up depressed. I don't know about you, but there are days that I just wake up and just want to stay in the bed all day. I just want to, we don't have a TV in our room on purpose, but I just want to like maybe pull up my computer. Well, when I had a computer (laughs) um, and watch Netflix all day, but I don't do that because I realize I cannot be controlled by my feelings. Even if I don't feel like getting up, how many of y'all that are parents don't feel like taking care of your children sometimes? Maybe you don't feel like making dinner or you don't feel like going to work. Like there needs to be a PTO category called I didn't feel like coming today, but there's not. I don't know of any job that has that category because even if we don't feel like going to work, most of us get up, get our clothes on and we go to work. Maybe you've just started a new workout regimen and you don't feel like working out. Y'all, I work out five to six days a week and I hate it. (laughs) Like, Like, I wish I could tell you that I love it. I feel so powerful. Now, once I'm finished working out, I feel like I can conquer the world. But I am the biggest baby, you guys. Like, you should see me when I'm working out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. My knees, my legs, I'm sweaty. I don't like to be sweaty. But I don't allow my feelings to rule me. If I did, then I would be completely out of shape and probably a whole lot of other health issues. But I don't allow my feelings to rule me. And so I wanted to talk about this in the context of relationships because I think this is one of those issues that kind of lives underneath the surface where couples are really um, blowing up their own relationships, if you will, because they are being guided by their feelings. You know, in the Bible, we learn that we walk by faith and not by sight. Unfortunately, some people's verse is, I walk by feelings and not by might. No, no, we don't walk by feelings. We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't walk according to what we see or according to what we feel. There's got to be something that's a little bit deeper in you that even when you don't feel like doing the right thing, you do the right thing. So I recently had the opportunity to preach at my church on integrity. And one of the things that I shared with the congregation is integrity is doing the right thing when no one is looking. 
This is what I've taught my kids from the time they were little. It's doing the right thing even when you don't feel like it. Integrity is doing the right thing, not the easy thing. And I could say the same thing about having a marriage of integrity or having a relationship of integrity. It doesn't mean that you do all the right things all the time as far as being perfect, but it means that you do the right thing over the easy thing. You guys, if I walked according to my feelings, I would be divorced 10 times over, literally. There have been times that I just don't want to do this. Can I be honest with y'all? Like, can we just be real? There are times I just don't feel like being married. I'm like, you know what? I think I would be okay alone. Like, I don't. I wouldn't have to answer to anybody. I wouldn't have to cook for anybody. I wouldn't have to pick up anybody's socks. I wouldn't have to check in. Like, it would be pretty cool to just kind of be on my own. Now, I love my husband, and I'm grateful that we're together. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But what I am saying is that there are days that I just want to be left alone. There are days, like I said, that I don't want to go to work, that I don't want to run my business, that I don't want to be a pastor, that I don't want to fill in the blank, right? I don't want to work out. I don't want to eat right. I want to be able to eat whatever I want to eat with no consequences. But guess what, my friends? That is not reality. That's fantasy land. And what happens is in our marriages and in our relationships, if we are constantly just guided by our feelings, we too are living in fantasy land because feelings are not forever. Feelings are fickle. We cannot trust them. In the Bible, in Proverbs chapter 3, 5, and 6, this is a really a well-known passage of Scripture, even for people who don't consider themselves to be Christians. But it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean to your own understanding. That means your own feelings, your own wisdom, your own outlook on things. Why? We are to acknowledge God in all that we do, and He will direct our paths. There are some people who they don't live according to verse 5, but they want the benefits of verse 6. So they're not going to trust in the Lord with all their hearts. They're going to trust in themselves with all their hearts. They're going to trust in their feelings with all their hearts. But then they say, but God, I want you to direct my paths and I want you to make my life successful. Even though I'm not going to do things your way, even though I'm not going to open up my Bible and actually see what you have to say about this particular issue that I'm facing, I'm just going to walk according to my feelings. But hey, can you bless me? And you guys, it doesn't work that way. If we want the benefits of verse 6, we have to be willing to do what verse 5 says, which is to not lean to our own understanding, to not walk according to our own feelings. There's a saying that I used to say with Colin, my youngest, all the time. And I used to always tell him, Colin, and like we literally had this affirmation that we would say together. And I would say to him, I control my feelings. My feelings do not control me especially when he was younger, he really had like some anger issues. I'm telling you, like, I was like, what in the world? But I would teach him, I control my feelings. My feelings do not control me. So he would be like, I control my feelings. My feelings do not control me. And like, literally, his heart would be pounding and he'd be like so upset. But after saying that a few times, he would go ahead and get himself together. And some of you need to say that affirmation over yourself. I control my feelings. My feelings do not control me. You see, friends, our feelings are a gauge, not a guide. They're a gauge. They're an indicator. They're not instructions. When we feel a certain way, or like we say all the time in our culture, right, I'm feeling some kind of way. Well, that's cool. Like feel some kind of way, but don't make decisions based on how you're feeling in the moment. 
There should be no major decisions that are made based on emotion, based on feeling. Because you will make some horrendous decisions because you felt some kind of way. So acknowledge your feelings. When I teach marriage seminars and things, I tell people, feel your feelings. It's important that you're in touch with your emotions, right? That you're emotionally whole and you're healthy. When you're angry, look beyond the surface as to what you're really feeling, because anger is a secondary emotion. But if you're in touch with your feelings, great. Get in touch with your feelings. Find out why you're feeling that way. Acknowledge and honor yourself. What I'm not saying is that you shouldn't care about how you feel. You should care about how you feel, but just don't make decisions based on how you feel. Remember, feelings are a gauge. They're not a guide. They're indicators, not instructions. So how does this play out, practically speaking? Well, let's say that you're married and you and your spouse are not getting along. And it's been that way for a long time. There's just, you're nitpicking. Y'all know this, right? You've lived this life, I'm sure, at some point in your marriage or relationship where you're just nitpicking. Just every little thing is just bothering you. And there's nothing major necessarily that's happening. You just, you just are just in this space where everything is irritable and you're not feeling the love, right? People say this all the time. I fell out of love. What they're really saying is I'm not feeling loving feelings toward my spouse. And so sad to say that there's so many couples who divorce in that moment. They will leave a marriage because they are not feeling the feelings of love. Well, love is not a feeling. Love is a verb. Love is something that you do. It is not something that you feel. Some of you needed to hear that. Love is not something that you feel. Love is something that you do. You choose to love. Really, that's what real love is. Now, if you're feeling the feelings of maybe affection, or you might be feeling warmth and desire, but that is not love. True love is a choice. And we choose to love whether we feel like it or not. Again, if you're a parent you're probably going to feed your children today, whether you feel like it or not. Now, you might go pick up some fast food or you might take them to a restaurant. You don't necessarily have to do the cooking, but because you know that your family needs to eat, you're probably going to feed them. Again, whether you feel like it or not. Why then don't we do that in marriage? We don't feel like feeding our marriage or investing in our marriage, and so we don't. And then we wonder why a year down the road, six months down the road, why our marriage fell apart. Because we didn't feed it. We were too busy allowing our feelings to be our guide instead of allowing our feelings to be our gauge, like a warning light in a car that tells us, hey, something is off. That's how I treat my feelings. When I wake up and I'm feeling depressed, I'm like, okay, what's going on with me? Something's off here. Am I working too hard? Am I not taking care of myself? Am I stressing about life or other people's problems? Am I not getting enough rest? Did I not exercise? Like I'm literally going through a list trying to figure out what is the root of my feeling because it's an indicator. It's a gauge. And then once I'm able to nail down the source of that, and y'all, honestly, sometimes maybe you can't nail it down. There are times that you don't know why you feel the kind of way that you feel. I'm feeling some kind of way, but I don't know why. (laughs) That needs to be the next tagline, right? I'm feeling some kind of way, but I don't know why. 
Sometimes you don't know why. Sometimes you just are feeling a certain kind of way. That's when you have to just sit down, take a deep breath, say, this is just a feeling. This is just a phase. This too shall pass. I'm not going to make any major decisions right now. I'm not going to beat myself up right now or anybody else up. I'm just going to allow myself to feel what I'm feeling and it too shall pass because feelings are not forever. So if you're in a marriage and you have been saying to yourself, I'm not feeling love for my spouse, or I'm not feeling like I want to continue in this marriage, or I'm not feeling like putting in the work or putting in the effort or putting in the energy or the investment to making my marriage be what it can be, can I just speak over you that this too shall pass? This is just a season. You know, I was heartbroken like so many of you in this country by the horrible recent tragedy of Chesley Chris. She was Miss America, I think 2020, 2019, 2019, and gorgeous girl. I mean, absolutely beautiful. I mean, all the things. I was talking to a friend earlier about this and I was like, she had all the things, right? She had, you know, a great job with extra TV. She was a lawyer licensed in multiple states. She had an MBA. She was gorgeous. She was fit. She had beautiful hair. Like, like literally, she was known for her hair. And tragically, she committed suicide. And it just goes to show people are always like, yeah, you never know what people are going through. And that's so true. And we need to check in with people and we need to let our friends and our family know that we love them and we need to watch out for each other. But we also, you all, need to understand, and I'm not minimizing depression. I'm not just saying that depression is a feeling because I know that depression is a mental illness and that that's that's a whole nother podcast episode. I'm not minimizing depression. But what I'm saying is that in the moment, a fateful decision was made based on a feeling of hopelessness. There are some of you who are making fateful decisions in your marriage. You're stepping outside of your marriage. You're doing major damage to your marriage because of a feeling And I just really want you to know that's not okay. You deserve better than that. Your partner deserves better than that. Your relationship deserves better than that. Your future deserves better than that. We don't walk by feelings. We walk by faith. And maybe you can't see two weeks in front of you. Maybe it's so bad right now and you're like, I just cannot even see what tomorrow is going to look like. That's okay. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. What does that mean? Acknowledge that God is God. Acknowledge that he's the only one who knows our future, that he has already existed in the future. Time doesn't exist for God. He's already been where you're trying to go, that he's sovereign, that he's able to do all things, that he loves you and he cares about you. If you really acknowledge him as God, then he will direct your path. But you got to be open to his directive. 
And this is, again, where people will say things like, you know, well, I prayed about it and then I made this decision. I'm like, okay, how much time passed between the time that you prayed about it and the time that you made the decision? Two minutes? That's probably not enough time for God to guide you. So if you're facing a major decision today, can I just encourage you to just take a moment and do what I just told you to do from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? You might be thinking, Dana, I'm not a Christian. I don't, I don't do all this Christian stuff. That's okay. The principles of the Bible can work for you too. But you got to learn first, you got to acknowledge God, that he is who he says that he is. So that's going to be a little tricky to get around if you're not a Christian. But be encouraged today that even if you can't see what's going to happen, that's okay. Because we don't walk by sight. What is faith? Faith is choosing to believe even when you don't know how it's going to work out. So I've got this beautiful picture in my dining room, and I'm going to set the scene up for you. I hope you guys can visualize this, but it's a man, and he's blindfolded, and he's walking out on a ledge, and underneath the ledge is this huge, great body of water, and he's taking a step. So he's putting his foot across the ledge, and he looks like he's about to fall into this body of water, but then there's like this invisible hand. Now, it's it's obviously visible in the photo, but it's like a transparent hand that's coming from the sky that's going to catch him when he falls, when he takes that step. That's what faith is. Faith is not seeing the whole staircase. Faith is sometimes not even seeing the next step. But it's saying, I'm going to be willing to trust God even when I don't see how it's all going to work out. I'm not going to trust my feelings. Because your feelings will betray you. You'll wake up happy and joyful one day. And then the next day, out of the blue, for no reason at all, the exact opposite emotion. So we thank God for our emotions. They're important. We need to pay attention to them. We need to make sure that we're checking in. Like I said earlier, checking in with yourself, honoring yourself, honoring your emotions, but not allowing your emotions to run your life. Not allowing your feelings to run your life. So that's it. That's my encouragement to you all today. I just really felt compelled to really just talk about this because we live in such a culture where feelings have just been exalted way beyond their level of importance. Don't walk according to your feelings. And my goodness, do not make major decisions because of your feelings. Understand that feelings are a what? A gauge, not a guide. Some of y'all need to write that down and post it everywhere that you can. Feelings are a gauge, not a guide. So what do we go from here? What do we do from here? If you've been making some decisions based on your feelings, it's not too late to course correct. It's not too late. Remember, you control your feelings. Your feelings don't control you. So if your feelings have led you down the wrong path, well, just turn around. In the Bible, that word is called repent. Go in the opposite direction. Do the right thing, not the thing that you feel. So I would love to just pray with you guys. 
Uh, we don't do this on every episode, but we do do it when I feel <laughs> like it's necessary. And so I feel like it's necessary in this moment. So let me just bless you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for everyone who's listening to this podcast. I thank you, God, for drawing them here. Maybe this is their first time they've ever listened to a Real Relationship Talk podcast. It is not by accident or happenstance that they are listening to this episode. God, I pray, Lord, especially for those who have just been kind of wandering around, just making decisions that feel right, that seem right. God, your word says that there is a way that seems right unto a person, but in the end, it leads to death. And that doesn't always mean our physical death. It could be it leads to the death of a relationship. It leads to the death of a dream. It leads to the death of purpose. It leads to death when it seems like the right thing to do. And so, God, I pray that you would give us wisdom, that we would not walk by our feelings, but that we would walk by faith, that we would trust you, that we would get to know you. It's hard to trust somebody you don't know. And so, Lord, I pray that, that Lord, my listeners would get to really know you for who you are, that they would know that you are a good, good father. Whatever they have heard about you that has said the contrary, I pray, oh, Lord, that you would show them who you really are that you're not an angry God, that you're not someone who wants to keep good things from us or any other other lies, Lord, that they may have heard about you. God, I pray that, Lord, they would release their cares to you, that they would release their concerns to you, that they would trust you in the process and know, Lord, that your promises are true. I thank you, God, for your leadership in our lives. And, and I just pray, oh God, just a new, um, a new fresh vision for these who are struggling in their relationships, for these, Lord God, who want to give up on their marriages. I pray, oh Lord, that they would walk by faith and not by feelings. In your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening today. This might be an episode that you want to refer back to because guess what's going to show up in about 10 minutes? Mm, Your feelings. Mm -hmm. Your feelings are. And so you have to tell them what I control you. You don't control me. It's okay. Say it out loud. Everyone's going to think you're weird, but that's okay. I control my feelings. My feelings don't control me. Well, that's all I've got for our episode today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you want to check out any of the other podcasts, you can go over to realrelationshiptalk.com. Today's episode can be found at realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 80. It's been such a pleasure to spend this time with you. I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to Real Relationship Talk with Dana Shea. Find the show notes, helpful articles, and more relationship tips at realrelationshiptalk.com. Enjoying the show? Be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember to subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode. Once in a generation, a podcast comes along with the power and eloquence to inspire us all. This show will entertain you while you wait for that one. Join two best friends, author and former history teacher John Driver and comedian Johnny W. for hilarious and authentic conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. You can listen to Talk About That wherever you find your podcasts or at lifeaudio.com.